Welcome back to the All That I Am podcast. I am excited to be here again on tonight. This is episode number two. Can you all believe that we are on to episode number two for the All That I Am podcast? And I am excited about tonight's discussion topic. I'm excited about it. So how y'all been? How has your week been going? Begin to type in the comments. How are you doing? How was your week? Today is Friday. Friday, I don't know about you, but Friday is one of my favorite days of the week. Your work week is done. You kind of have some time where you can sit back and relax, hopefully, because it's Friday and you kind of have a little bit more extra time. So I'm excited that it's Friday and I'm excited that we are here for the podcast again for episode number two for the All That I Am podcast. And so I want to say this because we have two new segments that we are going to start for this podcast actually. Uh, and we're going to continue it throughout uh, each podcast that I have, each episode. And so the first segment, and it's only going to take about two minutes, and then we'll get right into the topic. It's only going to take about uh, two minutes. And so the first segment that I want to uh, incorporate and start from here on out is a segment entitled, She Did That. Type that in the comment section, She Did That. And so we're having this segment uh, as a way to uplift and encourage women to uh, spotlight women for the accomplishments that they've made for all that they are doing. Ladies, we see you and we are doing some amazing things. It's so much jealousy and so much hatred, you know, and just so much other things going on to where we need that time where we can uplift and encourage one another. And so I want to take that moment uh, and even right now to spotlight a special woman uh, and she may not even know uh, and most of you probably know her but the woman that I want to spotlight on tonight is by the name of Lady Portia Jackson if she is not on somebody type her name in the comments Portia Jackson she is an amazing woman of God she's an amazing woman she is a wife she is a mother she is also a first lady. She is an entrepreneur. She has a banging business and some of you probably have heard of it. You probably have shopped with her. It is called Dress Pretty Boutique. Type that in the comments. Dress Pretty Boutique. And that is actually her Instagram uh, handle. So if you go on Instagram, you can type that in. And she has some beautiful clothing. Beautiful. I've bought a couple of things from her, her boutique for myself and it was definitely uh something that i like you know i love looking pretty most women we love looking pretty and so i want you to take this time if you haven't already i want you to follow her i want you to support her lady portia you are doing an amazing job and we just want to take this time out now to spotlight you to congratulate you she also has this um uh class that she's doing and it's actually to help people that want to get started with their business and so she gives like the necessary tools and the wisdom needed to start a business from the ground and it looks like it has been a blessing so ladies and even if there are some men on this live right now take advantage of that i don't know if the deadline has passed already but take advantage of that go to her instagram page and i'm sure you will see that and so portia we love you i love you lady i just want to congratulate you and i want to tell you to keep 
going, keep impacting, keep doing what you are doing because you are helping and I'm loving it. And so that's it. I just wanted to spotlight her and we're going to do that each and every podcast episode. We're going to spotlight a woman. And so with that being said, if you all can do me a favor, if you can visit the website, uh, my website, IamVivJ.com, and you can go on there and I want you to nominate a whatever woman that you want to be spotlighted and we will choose a woman every episode to spotlight uh, when we uh, go live. And so go ahead and do that. Help me out with that for the next one. Um, but the next thing I want to go into, because this one is good, y'all. This one is real good. The next thing I want to go into is a segment uh, that we're also going to uh, continue to do on each and every podcast. Uh, and it is entitled, Let's Just Be Honest with Lady V. Most of y'all that know me know that I am an honest, straightforward person. And so I want to have a segment, you know, where we can talk about trending topics, you know, uh, things that are hot, things that you may want to know another woman's perspective on. And so this segment is entitled, Let's Just Be Honest, because somebody not being honest with y'all out there and we just need somebody to be honest on certain things and just really be straightforward and to tell the truth tell the truth and so listen listen that is what i'm going to do and so i was trying to figure out what i wanted to actually talk about very briefly this is only going to be about two minutes i'm not going to spend a lot of time on this because i know y'all gonna have a whole lot to say about this so but I want to start out and I want to go ahead and jump right into it. And so for the first, let's just be honest, what I want to talk about is the wife and the mother. The wife and the mother. It's been trending. It's been on social media. I've seen some memes about it. I've seen some different videos about it. But I want to know your take. I want you to put in a comment section, who comes first? Who comes first? Is it the wife or is it the mother? Who comes first? Type it. Type it in. I want to know what y'all have to say. And I'm going to tell you my take on that. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you because uh, somebody been lying to somebody and we're going to tell the truth and shame the devil tonight. <laughs> so I see you all typing in the comments. And so, of course, and, and this is with biblical grounds. The wife should definitely come first. The wife should definitely come first. And it's not to say that the husband forgets his mom or disrespects his mom, you know, or, you know, doesn't include his mom. That is not what we are saying. And it really shouldn't get to a point where you have to choose. It really should not get to that point. But I want to just make sure that the foundation is there and also put the the biblical reason as well, because the Bible lets us know that the man, the husband, should leave his father and his mother, and he should cleave to his wife. And that word cleave means to stick to, basically like glue, to adhere, to cling to. And in that, with that understanding, you get that he's doing that, you know, of course, because scripture is saying that, that, but if you read down further, it says so that the two and the two shall become one flesh. And so the two shall become one flesh. And so when we go back to who comes first, 
the wife or the mother, the dynamic definitely changes. The priorities definitely should shift for that man. And so now he should be more focused on because he's left his father and his mother in a sense, you know, to cleave to his wife so that they can build their own family. And so now his new family that he's building now becomes the priority and his wife becomes the priority. And, and let's just be honest. Let's just be honest. Some, some of y'all, if we got some mothers on here, I love y'all mamas. I love y'all. But some of y'all have a problem with that. And you know what it does? It can breed division in marriages. It really, really can. You know, and, and I try to say that and speak from a personal perspective because I have four sons. And so I know that I myself am going to be in a position where I'm going to have to allow my son to leave and to cleave unto his wife. You know, and with me knowing the scripture and wanting to respect that marriage, I'm not going to, I pray, I'm not going to give him a hard, them a hard time. But I understand, I can speak from the mother's perspective because I can understand how that can be hard. Because that's your baby. That's your baby, and it's hard to let go in that sense. Not that you're letting go that you're never going to see him, but you're letting go to allow him to have that freedom to build his new life. And so, and also include you in that, but remembering that now his wife takes priority. And so I just wanted to have a very candid, honest moment with you all. Some of you may disagree. Some of you may agree. I don't care. <laughs> that is my perspective. And I definitely hope that it helps somebody because when you don't have things in its proper perspective, it breeds division and confusion. And let's just be honest, some marriages go through divorces because of that reason. And so let, let's, let's make sure that things are in its proper perspective and we know the way that it should go and we know the way that it should flow. And even for those of you that may not be married and you desire marriage, for you to know that, you know, and if there are any men that are watching for you to know that as well. Did I help y'all? I hope I helped y'all. Was that good? Okay. All right. Well, that leads me right into my podcast topic on tonight. I am so excited about tonight's episode. Some of you may have seen me posting, uh, I think actually on Tuesday, I made a post about being God's masterpiece. And so that is definitely something uh, that we should all aspire, you know, to become. We should all aspire to become that. God created us with purpose in mind, on purpose, you know, and even in that we go through things in this thing called life that begins to shape us and it begins to mold us. And so the topic of this discussion on tonight is I am God's masterpiece, right? And so I have someone with me on tonight that is definitely, definitely capable of having this conversation with me. And I'm so excited that she is here. Uh, I'm going to introduce her now. Her name is Dana Thornton. She is my friend. This is my girl, y'all. Yes. We actually went to college together. Yes. We uh, went to St. Xavier University. 
and we, you know, we, we, we did some things, we had some fun, yes. you know, and, and during that age, you know, of course, you know, we, we probably did some things that we had, didn't need to do or shouldn't have done, but guess what? It all was a part of our story. Yes. It all was a part of our making. And so I'm going to hand the floor over to Dana, and I just want you to introduce yourself, just to kind of tell the people who you are, what you do, where you from, who you be, you know, kind of give us a little introduction. <laughs> okay, um, my name is Dana Thorne, Minister Dana Thorne, and um, I'm a member of Rehoboth Apostolic Worship Center. Um, my pastor is Suffolk Bishop um, Yolanda Hunt. That is my mom. I am a PK. Um, in the ministry, I do a lot, a lot. So I'm over the ushers department. Um, I'm also the children's ministry director, a youth leader. Um, awesome. I'm over um, the continuous quality improvement plan, food service. I'm not even about to name everything. You do it all. <laughs> too much. Go sit Aww. down. Um, but I love serving in God's house. That's I love amazing. serving in God's house. So that is my heart. Um, outside of ministry, professionally, I'm a licensed teacher. So okay. I started off teaching pre-K. Um, spent many years in the school system. Then as of 2018, I left and started my own business. So awesome. I'm a businesswoman. I opened my own child care center uh, with uh, full day services before and after care. And it's what I love. Children, family um, is one of my greatest passions. That's so um, that's what I do professionally. And then just on a chill note, I love food. I love to travel. <laughs> I like to have a good time, be yes. my friends. So I'm excited about this conversation today. Yeah. Um, definitely on point. So yeah, yeah. let's get right in. Yes, <laughs> let's get right to it. All right. With that being said, I thank you so much for being here on of tonight. Course. I know that you are going to help the people. So I'm excited. Um, so. I want to just give a scripture for you all uh, just to kind of lay the foundation. Uh, the scripture that we're going to uh, kind of reference on tonight uh, is found in Ephesians 2 and 10. I sound like I'm about to teach Bible. Come on, yes. I'm like, go to that word. Come I'm on. I'm not. Ephesians this is a podcast and we're having a candid conversation. <laughs> but I do want to give you some scripture. Yeah. And so I'm going to read it. It's Ephesians 2 and 10. Uh, and it reads as such. For we are God's masterpiece. Yes. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus. Mm -hmm. So we can do the good things he planned for us mm -hmm. long ago. And so reading that scripture, it lets me know three things. It lets me know that God took time mm -hmm. when he created us. Yes. Every fine detail to our hair texture, to mm -hmm. our skin color, to our teeth, to our toes, our fingers, every single detail God took time to put in us. Yes. To create us. And so we're not just some fly by night. Right. God took time when he created us. That's yes. what I see when I read that scripture. Mm -hmm. We are his work of art. Mm -hmm. We're his work of art. He skillfully created us to be his masterpiece. masterpiece. Yes. And we're going to deal with that. We're going to deal with exactly what that means. But I mean, that right there gives me joy to yes. know. Yes, come on. That you sound like you preach a lady. I'm not. I'm not. Okay, let me, let me take that voice off. No, it's good. It's the good. second thing that I'm 
taking from the scripture is that we are new creatures in Christ. Yes. In order to develop into the masterpiece that he has created us to be, we have been created new in Christ. Yes. Amen. Okay. <laughs> now, <laughs> therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away, and behold, all things have become new. All things, not some of the things, right. the things that we want to give them. Right. Even the things that we want to keep to ourselves. Right. And don't keep touch the, that, God. Right. Don't touch don't that. Touch no. That. All things. That's an all-inclusive term. Hmm. All things have become new. And then the third thing that I take from that scripture is God has a plan for each and every yes. one of us. Yes. He created us with that plan Special in mind. Plan. Mm-hmm. Yes. God made each of us different according to the plan that he had for our lives. Yes. And even as I said, life can bring us so many different challenges. It can Mm -hmm. take us through so many things that can be hurtful, that can be painful, which will cause us or put us in a place, better yet, in where we're thinking and wondering, how can I be God's masterpiece? Right. Like, how how can I be valuable to God mm-hmm. and I'm this type of person or right. I'm that way or I've gone through this, you know? And so sometimes some of the things that we go through in life, it will put us in a place to where we can't even recognize and see our own value and worth. Mm-hmm. And so I want to talk about that. I want to take a minute and I want to allow you to chime in. And you can feel free to cut me off at any okay. time. You know, um, but I definitely want to talk about that process of becoming his masterpiece. And when we look at masterpiece, masterpiece basically means gem, a showpiece. Hmm. To put Come you on, on show, on display. On, on display, yes. Think about an artist who creates not just any picture, but a masterpiece. Mm -hmm. Like, this is his best piece. Mm -hmm. His best work. Like, his prized possession. Like, it's valuable to him. Yes. It's valuable, right? Yes. It's valuable. Just think about an artist when they create a picture and they step back and look at it like, whoa. (laughs) Look at what I I created. Wow, that's what I did. Yes. Mm -hmm. And that is how God looks at us. That's how God looks at us. Yes. But we go through this thing or this process of becoming, mm-hmm. right? And even while we're going through that process, it doesn't always feel good. Mm-hmm. And so no. that brings me to the first discussion piece that I kind of want to throw your way. Yes. Were you ever at a place in your life where you did not feel like you were God's masterpiece for whatever the reason may be? And, and how did you handle that? Yes. I mean, as I was thinking about this topic when you told me about it, I could think of three specific times where I know I didn't feel valuable, when yeah. I didn't see what God saw as a masterpiece. Um, the first time that I can think of is when I graduated um, in 2011 with my master's degree. I got married. Um, my husband was wor- living in Virginia, working there, so we moved. Okay. Um, mind you, Viv, I, Lady V, I'm sorry. You're fine. I had fine. changed my career from being in the business world um, to going into education. Mm-hmm. So I changed careers, and 
I was told, you know, jobs are plentiful there. You're going to get a job right away. Don't worry, just move. So we moved, and we got there in June until October it took me to find a job. So for me, um, it was a, a self-conscious thing because, one, I just got my master's degree. I felt like, you know, I accomplished yeah. something. It's time yeah. to get out here and do some professional Definitely. things. Um, and then also it was weighing on me because I wasn't getting positions right away like I thought I would. Uh -huh. And uh -huh. so it took time to the point where it got so bad that yeah. I was applying for fast food jobs, girl. Wow. Chick-fil-A. Wow. Like, I just need a and job. And you just got a master's degree. And I just got a master's degree. Wow. And you going to pay me what? Yeah. I done spent all this time, and I got loans this time. The first one, I, you know, so in yeah. my mind, yeah. I didn't feel valuable. I couldn't see God's masterpiece because it's like, God, I thought you was the one that said switch the career. Yeah. And now I'm here. I can't find a job. My yeah. steam is feeling low. Um, and I got to apply for Chick-fil-A? Absolutely not. Yeah. But in that season of me going through that, God ministered to me so much wow. um, that my prayer life increased. You know, while I was going through that test thing and yeah. being molded and shaped, mm -hmm. um, not feeling good yeah. um, about myself, didn't feel valuable, but God used that. Then later in life, about 30, I'm not going to tell my age, but about 30 when those pounds start to... Uh, <laughs> Kind of add on, you know. I've been used to a certain image of myself yeah. for my entire yeah. life, on, and um, when that image shifted, mm -hmm. that was a little bit of a problem for me. Yeah. Um, just looking in the mirror and not seeing what I was used to seeing, yeah. seeing more flaws, yeah. seeing more bumps, you know, things where I didn't need makeup. I could just come out, you know, no filter. Come but on. Um, filter was necessary at <laughs> sometimes. I'm necessary. looking like mm, it's not looking so cute. Fat going in the wrong places. <laughs> Just me transitioning. I would hear my mother's voice. I'm laughing because she would always say even when I was young, I was skinny my whole life. And she's like, honey, keep, keep that up. It's going to catch up. Stop eating like that. It's going to catch up. And we never think that it's going to catch up. We don't think up. it's going to happen because it don't. Yeah. You know, you just eat what you want to do and uh -huh. it, it don't show. So yeah. at about 30, yeah, that transition. So I had to go through that process of, of reminding myself spiritually yeah. that I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Yes. Even with the flaws, even yeah. when I see what I don't like, that I'm still yeah. God's masterpiece. Yes. And that yes. everything about me, those flaws, he has created as a part of that image yes. and that picture that he's looking to see. So yeah. that was the second time. And then most recently, um, my husband and I, we've been married nine years now. Mm -hmm. This is probably about 2013. I'm giving my business out here. But right. um, I wasn't ready the first two years for kids. So, you know, I stayed on a nice little pill. Uh -huh. Then I got off. And in my mind, I'm thinking, baby's about yeah. to just start popping. Yeah. Babies yeah. didn't start popping. Mm -hmm. um, that started in 2013. And then this year, earlier this year, probably it's been four years now, mm -hmm. um, Health challenges started to occur, fibroids, yeah. um, issues in my physical body that I never thought that I would deal with. Yeah. You know, and I'm, yeah. okay, again, I'm God's masterpiece. So yes. why I got these issues going on, God? Exactly. Um, on. And then we got to a point where we decided, you know, I questioned, okay, should I try in vitro? Should I try medical science to yeah. assist? And yeah. we decided to go through it. And that process in itself was, wow. Yeah. I could just say it yeah. was a... It was a test, having to give yourself shots every day for weeks, stick yourself with medication, go to the hospital, and allow them to create yeah. your child in the Petri dish, yeah. in a sense. And so we went through that process. We were able to get five eggs from that. And then, Viv, at the end of this, have them implanted, yeah. be able to see the ultrasound, see two kids develop, mm. have them implanted, and they not survive. Oh, wow. 
And so just that process in itself, and then even after that, okay, now can we go back and try again? Well, because of COVID, they done shut down the hospitals. You can't do it. You got to wait. Wow. So all in this process of me understanding that I'm God's masterpiece, that process was necessary because yeah. in that process, a book then got started. Wow. The Lord ministered to me in prayer like never before. Yeah. A healing anointing has been placed on my life wow. that I didn't recognize until that yeah. season where I can pray strategically for things. Mm. Um, I had a lump in my throat without going on and on from uh, oh, thyroids. Right. And it was swollen. And one day as I was in prayer, I'm getting up every morning, okay, God, yeah. I, I created it a wall of just prayers and yeah. things that I would articulate to God. And he told me to contact a lady at the church that had a, a healing ministry. Mm -hmm. And long story short, I went to see her pray. We declared and decreed some things. And I'm telling you in two days that it was big. I looked like wow. I had an Adam's apple. Wow. We pray specifically to the endocrine system, just different yeah. systems in the Strategic. body specifically and yes. strategically pray yes. to target what was going on in my body. And in two days, the lump was gone. I seen God heal, yeah. you know, from yeah. that's just one instance. But yeah. those are just some of the instances that I've been through where I know I didn't feel like God's masterpiece. Yeah. I didn't feel valuable wow. because of what I saw, mm -hmm. but I had to stand in faith. Wow. So it's, it's um, you know, it's a process, but in each occurrence, yeah. I learned something. Yeah. And he was shaping and molding and taking out things mm -hmm. that yeah. I didn't necessarily think was necessary at the time. Yeah. Patience was developed. Yeah. Endurance was developed. Mm -hmm through those processes. So I'm say that a little while. Patience and Girl, endurance. I want we that. can definitely that stay there a little while. Um, but that is so key because what you said and what I heard you say, and, and and many of us can attest to this, sometimes God will allow us to get into a position, to get into a place where he pulls things out of us that we didn't even know were there. Right. Didn't even know was there. And had I not gone through that, yes. had I not experienced that, mm -hmm. I may not have seen that right. or known that it was there. That it was there. Mm -hmm. You know, and so a lot of times we go through things and while we're going through it, we don't see the bigger picture, of course. You know, and sometimes we may not understand it. Right. You know, but God is yet working. Yes. So I want to encourage somebody that is on this live yes. today, yes. tonight. You may be going through some things and you don't understand why. You don't understand why it's not working out. You may not feel like God's masterpiece. Right. But continue to trust God. Yes. Continue to trust, trust him. Trust the process. And, yes. You got to trust the process. You have to, even when you don't understand it. it. And most time you don't. Most of the time you're not <laughs> you gonna understand it. You're not. You know, and the sooner you embrace the process, yes. And the sooner you embrace like who you are and the flaws and all, all of that, the sooner you can be on your road to discovering your you know your purpose. Yes. And becoming that masterpiece. For God to put you on display, yes. to be His showpiece. Yes. So that that that's good. Yes. Thank you so much for your transparency. Everybody's yes. not able to do that. Yeah. You know, but you don't know how many people you help in this very moment. We're not right. even done yet. We only right. on the first question, but you right. don't know how many people you've helped 
just from your transparency. Wow. So See, I definitely I thank yeah. you And I think for it's that. important that we be transparent because God allows us to go through those experiences to minister to someone yes, else, to does. share. Yeah. We overcome by the testimonies of yeah. others. So we have to... You know, we don't got to tell all our business, exactly. but what he reveals Within to us, yes. we want to share so someone else can be blessed. So yeah. I'm yeah. open book. I love it. I love <laughs> it. See, I got the right one here tonight. Yes. <laughs> all right. So next thing, even, even as we go back to the scripture, and so um, we know that we go through things where we may not feel as valuable, um, but in order to evolve into the person God has created us to be, we have to become a new creature. In yes. Him. We have to become a new person in him, allow God to do something new in us. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes we can hold on to the old for so long because it's comfortable yes. to us. Complacency. You know, or a complacency or because of fear. You know, mm -hmm. whatever the case may be, we can allow ourselves to become stagnant mm -hmm. and in a place for too long. You know, and God is trying to make us new in him. Yes. And so talk a little bit about that process, how that happened for you, becoming new in Christ. And all of this, is, the conversation is coming together because it's all talking about becoming the masterpiece. And so in order to become God's masterpiece, we have to become new in Christ. Yes. And so what did that look for you? How did it feel? Because it doesn't always feel good. Yeah. It doesn't feel good. Yeah. For, for me, it was a process of resetting. Yeah. I gave me the acronym of reset. What happened, um, probably about age 19, I decided, you know, I want to be new in Christ. You know, oh, I want to make some different decisions. Decision. And we were in college yeah. at that time. And at the time, the first thing that God began to minister to me to get me through this process of being made new was to get back in prayer. Yeah. From a young girl, I had a heart and a passion for prayer. And God made it clear to me that prayer was my lifeline. So he yeah. like, you trying to be new, you got to get back in my face. Because yeah. in my face, there are going to be those encounters that will change you. Yeah. So it started yeah. with prayer. It went from prayer to reading my word, yeah. being transformed by the renewing of my mind yes. so that I could be able to filter those thoughts and those behaviors that were not like God. Yeah. Um, and then after that, I began to embrace some new habits and behaviors. You yeah. know, there were some specific things that God instructed me to do even when we was in college. You know, yeah. I had this thing for certain attire. Uh -huh. and, and as I began to embrace Talk God's masterpiece and what he saw for me as a yeah. godly woman, as yeah. a Proverbs 31 woman, my image did not align with that. Come on. And so it was a little uncomfortable because I like my little short shorts and I like, yeah. you know, revealing some things because I had the little Coke bottle. So, Come you know, on. I wanted to show my shape. Show um, but Holy Ghost. <laughs> Snatch yeah. me up and let yeah. me know that's not the masterpiece that I want to display. Come on, and so you need to say that again. He said, that's not the masterpiece that I want to display. What yeah. you're showing is not the image that I created you to be. Wow. And that was a little difficult because that was what I was used to. Yeah. Um, and so from attire to music, you know, yeah. you had... Take that out. You can't be listening to Joe all the time. You're trying to be saved. <laughs> so put that to I the side. Know. You know what? I, that was 
one of the things that was very difficult for me to let go Yes, of. music, because I Bad love music. To, yeah, you know, it, it was, no, I like, like, the wretched, like, Oh, the, you, the, oh the you want to Yeah, <laughs> yes, like, I, I so. love all of that. And that, that I never really thought that that would go away until one day I just didn't have a desire or a craving for it anymore. It you know, because, yeah. you know, we, we don't ahead, want to let it go. No, jump in. It, it, it was that, you know, because yeah. I had a thing for R&B, love music, and a ratchet too, but there were some decisions that I needed to make that the music was not in alignment with his masterpiece. Yeah, so yeah. that, you know, and then it came to a place of he had me to connect with the right people. Come on. Establishing the right relationships. Now that's a big one. That would cause me to embrace this new life, this new creature. Yeah. And so that, at that time, I met you, um, my other friend LaToya. Um, we were a part of a Christian sorority and that yeah. <laughs> organization and just being taught about a Proverbs 31 woman yes. changed my life. Yeah. That changed the trajectory of my life because yeah. I'd heard about her before, but when we began to study her, something it's like it triggered in me, like, that's me. Yeah, like, yeah. I began to see my identity. Mm -hmm. And because I wanted to be her, I began to embrace that process of being changed and being yeah. new because I looked at the word and saw, mm, she does this, so yeah. I need to line up with this. Up. Um, and yeah. so that was kind of my process of resetting. And the Lord, even as I was thinking about this topic, he gave me the acronym RESET. R is for renew our mind and being transformed by the word yeah. of God. So renew. Yep. E is for examining and filtering our thoughts. Um, so That's we have important. to let Holy Spirit examine and filter those, those thoughts. Those thoughts will do a number on <laughs> us. Honey, oh, over here. <laughs> yes. And he over here. Yes. Um, and then S is for shifting. Yeah. Being open to change and maybe even a mindset that you had that you grew up from experiences, you have a certain perspective in life, yeah. and sometimes those perspectives are not conducive for what he wants to do as far as his plan. Yeah. Um, yeah. E is for establishing, embracing new behaviors and new habits, like I talked about, how to change yeah. some things. Yeah. And then we, I had to go through training for purpose. T yeah. is for training. And that was established by those relationships yeah. and finding out who I was and tapping into purpose and allowing God to shape me anew, to make me yeah. new. So um, we just got to reset. It's not going to be comfortable, but you I know, it. it's, it's God's way. It's not going to be comfortable, but it's necessary. Yes. It's necessary. Like all of that, all of what you said is definitely key and powerful and it's definitely what we need to help make us God's masterpiece to yes. help us become in this process and even as you said it, it definitely definitely <laughs> is not easy yes you know and um it, it can be difficult but with the with the strength of God and with his grace we definitely can do it yes. we definitely you definitely can do it can yes do it. it's possible yes. I'm a living witness yes. honey yes we are living witnesses and guess what god is still working still on us. working it's a continual process yes. god is still working on us and he'll begin to change you little by little by little yes. and then to where you get to a point and you look back over your life yes. and you see where you, you are now from. and how far you've come <laughs> and you're like when did i get here right when did i this occur, when Lord. This occur. Like, Come I don't on, do you, Jesus. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I love it. I love it. Do you, Jesus? I love it. Yes. And so, I mean, that that definitely uh, is a great thing. And so, mm. even in that, what would you say hindered you the most out of everything that you mentioned? What would you say hindered you the most 
to becoming uh, God's masterpiece? Um, I think it was a couple things. The first thing is I think that comparison was yeah. a big thing for me. Um, a lot of people won't admit to that, but it's, that's It's real. the truth. It's you real. know, I'd be, I would look around and compare myself to others yeah. and this person has a master's degree and look where they are, you yeah. know, or um, this person has a husband, they have a full family, I don't yeah. have one. You yeah. know, making comparisons to others made me not focus on God's masterpiece for my life, yeah. his plan for my life. Yeah. See, we yeah. have to be okay with our lane is going to look different from somebody else. Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. And, you know, I had to embrace that. Stay in yes. your lane, Dana. Stop looking over here and comparing yeah. and worrying about what somebody else has going on. Yeah. Worry about what God has for you. Please. So comparison. Um, the other thing is a lack of self-awareness and identity. Until yeah. I began to understand who I was in God, yeah. that hindered me because yeah. I wasn't clear about the vision. Once I got the vision, oh, I'm clear now. This yeah. is what you've called me to be. Purpose yeah. was um, enhanced. And so that was one of the hindrances. And then lastly, fear. Yeah. Just being fear afraid. Be you know, it is very paralyzing. Yeah. I, um, before I accepted the title of minister, you know, that was a hard <laughs> thing. Like, don't call me no minister. Don't call yeah. me. Even to this day, people, pastor, bishop, uh-uh. <laughs> Don't do that. Yeah. Speak over yourself <laughs> and let me be over here. Yeah. Um, but that was a very difficult process because, like I said, I was a PK. I saw my mother as a traveling evangelist becoming yeah. a pastor, and I knew the assignment and the weight that comes with that. Yeah. And I just felt like, you know what, God, I'm not equipped for that. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, after time of running, I'm like, okay, yeah. I'm accepted because if I don't accept it, like, it's not that great over here. So I need Come to do on. your will. Um, and accepting that there was still some fear there because I knew I had a gift to teach and I yeah. knew I had a gift of being able to um, teach God's word. But I also knew that there were some uh, challenges, you know, yeah. that I dealt with, you know, yeah. as an adult, of us. Yeah. I don't experience it now, but as a child, I mm -hmm. had challenges with reading comprehension. So okay. in my mind, I'm thinking, I got to read this over and over. You want me to teach it? You don't know. No. Um, yeah. But that fear will paralyze you from yes, being God's masterpiece, yes. from getting in the place of purpose because you're so worried about flaws. Yeah. But when he created you, he saw all of that. Yeah. He knew all he of knew that. It. And those flaws and those hindrances and those wow. issues were all a part of the masterpiece, yeah. a part of what he saw for you to be used for purpose. So, yeah. you know, um, comparison, not knowing who I who I was, excuse mm -hmm. me, and fear yeah. Yeah. hindered me. Yeah, I can definitely agree with you on all of those. Um, and I want to kind of hinge upon the fear piece because many of us, many people deal with that because you get you and nobody wants to fail yeah, right we nobody don't wants to fail mm -mm. i mean let's just be honest who's going to get into something and <laughs> right say, no unless you're crazy right. nobody wants to fail and so that's always kind of in the back of your mind what you if know? yeah what if mm -hmm. and you you know you just said something real powerful because we get into that and it and it puts us in a place where we live a conditional lifestyle yes a conditional lifestyle where it's like, I'm happy that you're doing this, but I don't right, have, have that. that. Mm -hmm. I'm happy that, you know, I'm in this place, but there's always a but. but. There's mm -hmm. always a but, or there's always a if, you know, I could be this type of person if this was going right for me, or if that wasn't, you know, happening in my life. Yes. You know, and God wants us really in a place where we can appreciate 
you know, the positive, you know, and appreciate what he has done for us and where we are, Mm -hmm. you know, so that we can recognize ourselves to be his masterpiece. Because guess what? We we all have flaws. Yes. We all have, you know, shortcomings. Mm -hmm. Even those of us that won't admit it. Right. We don't want to be honest. We don't want to be honest. I said tell the truth. Tell the truth. Yes. You know, but we all have it. If we can be real and be honest, you know, but we we have to be able to embrace that, Mm -hmm. you know, be able to embrace that and to move beyond that. And so how did you like even in that, like even with the flaws, even with the shortcomings, even with the disappointments, Mm -hmm. how did you get beyond that? And how is that so detrimental, you know, to your destiny? Yeah, when we when we don't accept the flaws and we don't um, see the beauty in the situation that we have, looking at the positive and focusing yeah. on what we don't have, yeah. we put ourselves in a position where we don't allow ourselves to receive the promise, to yeah. be able to jump into purpose and destiny. We hinder ourselves. Yes, and so yeah. um, when we look at the picture and we, we embrace the scripture about thinking about whatsoever things are pure, true, lovely, yeah. sound of good report, focusing on that versus spending so much time on our flaws and the negative things that we see in our life, we get distracted from purpose. Yes. You know, we're over we're over here looking at the flaws. We should be over here focused on purpose. So it distracts yes. us from our destiny. It distracts us from the it purpose will. that God has planned for our life because yeah. we're focused on the negative versus allowing ourselves to see yeah. the positive, to yeah. see the good in the situation. So, you know, getting through that, you have to just constantly remind yourself. Yeah. It's we're human. There are times when we're gonna Look at the grass being green on come the other on, side. But on. then we have to come right back yeah. and remember that to. all those things are yeah. a part of him creating us into this masterpiece. Yeah. So we yeah. have to just shift our mindset and our yeah. perspective yeah. and not allow ourselves to stay um, in the place of focusing on those flaws and yeah. those things that we think aren't good, you yeah. know? Yeah, and, and And the sooner that we allow ourselves to get to that place where we accept who we are, Yes. Where we really accept who God's created us to be. You know, whether we, you know, things about ourselves that we may not like. Mm -hmm. When we get to that place where we fully accept it, Mm -hmm. we don't have to worry about really hinging upon other people accepting us or needing other people Mm -hmm. to accept us. Right. You know, because let's just be honest, you know, we, we want to, you want to be accepted. Yes, everybody wants to be accepted. Everybody wants to be accepted, Mm -hmm. but you shouldn't need that where you can't do Mm -hmm. what you need to do unless you feel like you have the approval or the acceptance Mm -hmm. of others, you know? So the sooner we get to that place where, yes, Lord, I have this going on, mm-hmm. you know, I have that going on, yes. but you still called me. Yeah. You still chose me. Yeah. And you knew what I had going on. Yes. You, he knew what yes. we had going and on. He told Jeremiah that before <laughs> you were even formed in your mother's womb, before you were born, yeah. I knew you and I, I called you. you a prophet to the nation. Yeah. And Jeremiah told God, I'm too young. Yeah. And he's like, no, I yeah. saw all of that before you even came into this world. I saw yeah. the flaws that you have. I saw that you was going to give me that excuse. Yes. Yes. But even in that, you are still my masterpiece. I still have an image. I have a, a plan and a vision yeah, for your life. Yes. And so we have to be okay with trusting the process that God will yeah, take us through. Yeah. And then I think I saw this. Uh, one of my um, uh, girlfriends wrote this book. 
and I believe the title is the uh, beauty in your brokenness mm. and that is so I mean we yes. have to be able to recognize and God will show us you know the beauty that is in our brokenness yes. the beauty, you know even when we cannot see it even when we don't feel it yeah there is something about how God can call, and the scripture lets us know how everything works, works for together the for our yes. good. Everything. Even the stuff that look ugly. Everything. Come on, Jesus. It all works together <laughs> you believe for that. Our, Yes, we have to, you know, because God is so strategic. I love him so yes, much. Yes, he's strategic. He's so strategic. He's bomb.com. Yes, he I keep telling these people to yes, try Jesus. We, we have to tap into faith. Yes. You know, this is a spiritual thing. Sometimes yes. we have to look past what we see with our natural eye Definitely. and tap into faith and then we'll be able to embrace that, that because that, you got to ignore the things that you see yeah. sometimes what you see not looking like God's Come masterpiece Come on. but when you tap into faith you can embrace you know what I cannot go by the report of what I see I have to believe the report yes. of the Lord I have to trust his word and what he said about yes. me and that will cause you to stand in the place of victory all the time yes, it will. you yes, know it will. so yes it will and so even in that, it, it's leading me to uh, my last point, and then we'll we'll definitely uh, close out. Um, but but why, you know, even in talking about beauty uh, in our brokenness mm. and being God's masterpiece, why is it so important for us to recognize that beauty, to get up from to that place, place where we didn't once see it? Mm -hmm. But why is it so important for us to get to that place where we do see? the beauty in who God created us to be. It's important because if we don't allow ourselves to see that, we won't begin to understand our purpose and tap into what yeah. he has planned for us. Yeah. Because the scripture that you referred to in Ephesians is God letting us know that, hey, you are my masterpiece. You are the one that I strategically crafted, but it's for a purpose and a plan. Yeah. It's for a vision that I have for you. So if we don't embrace those flaws that lead to the beauty and the creation, then we won't tap into purpose. And I'm thinking about a story that I read about the broken pot. Yeah. And it's basically about an Indian water bearer. He has on his shoulders two pots yeah. that he carried. And he went from the stream to his master's house every day for two years. Mm -hmm. One pot was complete, perfect, didn't have any flaws. The other part, pot was broken. It was cracked. And so every day on the journey, going from the stream to the master's house, that broken pot felt ashamed, didn't feel good, because it noticed that whenever the bearer got to the house, the, the pot that wasn't cracked brought forth a full um, pot of mm -hmm, water. Mm -hmm. But yeah. the cracked pot only brought half every yeah. time. And so he began to question the bearer and ask, you know, I'm sorry I couldn't keep up my end of the deal. I wasn't able to deliver water like you need to, um, your master. And he questioned his identity, but the bearer began to minister to the pot and say that the parable says that he began to tell him to look every day when we go back on the journey tomorrow, I want you to look on the right side. And he said, look on the right side and tell me what you see. And the pot began to see that there were flowers planted all along the road, wow. the trail to the master's house. And he said, I knew your flaws. I knew that you had a crack, but I took advantage of that. Wow. I planted seed along the way mm. during those two years. And as we went by, your crack pot watered those seeds. And wow. the fruit of that was flowers came forth. And he took those flowers to his master's house to decorate his table every day for two wow. years. So from that crack pot, 
that water that he thought in his mind, yeah. his purpose was, I'm supposed to deliver water to the master, but yeah. that wasn't God's purpose. That wasn't God's, God's purpose. purpose was for him to water those seeds for the flowers to come wow. forth to decorate the master's house. But he was busy comparing, looking at the other pot mm -hmm. that didn't have cracks, seemingly. Yeah. Because you bringing water to the master, yeah. but that wasn't the assignment of the crack pot. It wow. had to be broken for those seeds to come forth into beautiful flowers to deliver to the master's house. Wow. And as I read that story, it just made me reflect on my life. God, that's what you do with us. Yes. Every broken situation, our brokenness, our flaws, you use those. You take advantage of those things. Yes. You see it, yes. and you're using it to water seeds so that we can be we can experience fruitful living, yeah. that we can become those flowers yeah. and be put on the table to be displayed yeah. as beauty in someone's house. Wow. You know, and so I believe that when we embrace um, this topic of being God's masterpiece, we'll see that some of the greatest masterpieces yeah. in the world are flawed. Um, I had a chance to go to Florence, Italy when we were, um, we're in college, yeah. and I got to see the statue of David. And to this day, people go there. That statue has been there since the 1500s. Mm -hmm. Over 500 years, people are still enamored. Um, they admire the statue. They come there. They come there to just see it. Many people don't know that that statue was created by Michelangelo. On his back, the anatomy was not correct. He missed the muscle that should have been in there. So that masterpiece is flawed, but by the world, it's seen as one of the greatest statues in the world. Wow. And so that's the same with us. We see flaws <laughs> yes. and we think we're not a masterpiece, but when the world comes to see us on display, God has that all a part of the picture. Wow. And it's a part of the masterpiece that he wants to, see, to display. Yeah. And people are, when we get into that place of understanding that we're God's masterpiece, his glory will be revealed. Yeah. As he yes. displays us. So, yes, you know, we have to embrace, yes, embrace those flaws and the things that we think are cracks and our hindrances yeah. so that God can get the glory. And he's going to put us on display. Yeah. Yes, he will. Yes, he will. You you just said a lot. And, and, and even in that, you helped me to see something that I did not see before. You know, um, and, and just in, in knowing that even in our flaws. Yes, God is using Even in our brokenness. It. Yes. Even in what we see as a disadvantage. Yes. God will cause it to be an, an advantage. An advantage, baby. Yes, us. he's so good. I love him. Yes, he is. He's so good. You know, and, and, and we don't always see it all the time. We don't. When we're going through it. And mm -hmm. like you said, we looking at that pot over there mm -hmm. and seeing what they're doing, you know, and, and we're focused on what we think is negative within right. us or a disadvantage and all along it was being used for purpose girl worry, baby. you produce worry. the flowers yes. honey a whole beautiful you garden yes you are producing even when you don't think you're know not producing it. Even when you don't know it, God is so strategic. strategic. He's yes. so strategic. We are God's masterpiece. masterpiece. Yes, yes. And I just want to encourage you, yes, thank you, women, Jesus. Uh, and even if there are any men on the live, you are God's masterpiece. Yes. I don't care if you've been broken. I don't care if you've been bruised. Whatever you've been going through, God will cause that. He will use that yes, for your glory. advantage and Thank for him to get the glory ultimately. Yes. It's so that God can get, get the, the glory. glory. So that yes. people can look at God and see, how did you do this? How did you create yes. this? How did this purpose come to be out of that person? Right. You know, out of that broken place. Mm -hmm. You know, so be encouraged on tonight. Please, and yes. know, please Thank be encouraged. You, 
and know that you are God's masterpiece. And the reason that we are God's masterpiece is because we have a piece of the master in within us. Come on, yes! <laughs> That's a preach, baby. We have you better tell a piece them. of the master yes. within us. Yes. We his were created in his, his image, image and likeness. And his likeness. Yes. You know, so we should be like the master. Yes. We should do as he do. Display we are as he living displays. epistles seen and read, read by man. man. Yes. And sometimes we are the only Bible that people, people will see. see. Yes. And so we have to make sure that even as we have a piece of the master within us we that we're it. living yes. like that and we're reflecting that because you never know who's watching yes. but I just want to encourage you all yes. to let you know that you are God's masterpiece you are his prized possession yes. you are valuable whatever you're going through it is all working together for your good and yes. he that has begun a good work, work in you yes he shall perform. complete it he shall perform it until the day yeah, christ Jesus returns christ. and so the work has begun in you and god is going to complete that thing and have the faith to know yes. that it will be completed yes Yes, I, I, I'm excited. Girl, yeah, I'm excited, I mean, honey. It was good. good, real good. Say it with me, you all. I am God's masterpiece. Yes, I, I am. am his prized possession. Yes, God. Any uh, lasting statements? Or? Just want to encourage someone, like yeah. you said, just encourage yeah. someone on the journey to know that God is strategic. Yes. Every flaw, every hindrance that you think you have, God is using that for his glory. Yes. And just be encouraged and trust the, process. trust the process. You know, not question what God is doing because that will keep you from being in the place where you need to be yes, to be will. on display. So just want to encourage someone yes. to just trust God, trust even trust the test that you go through because in the process of being formed into a uh, pottery you know clay goes through a process where there's gonna be some fire there's yes. gonna be some sculpting <laughs> gonna there's go gonna be some the scraping fire. there's gonna be some molding yes. and when pots go through the process it's they say over a thousand degrees celsius of the fire that is in the oven so it's some intense heat yeah but that intense heat brings out the pigments and the colors in the pottery so that wow. it can be reflected as a work of art. Wow. And so we have to embrace the fiery moments of life, yes. those tests and those trials that we think are unnecessary, that is working for our good, like it's you said. For our good. So that we can be able to be displayed yes. as a pottery, as an earthen yes. vessel for God and let yes. that beauty be on display that only comes through the fire and test. Yes. And so I, I just that. want to encourage somebody that's going through, honey, you think yes. you're going through, but just know that God is using that. Yes. He's using it. And my prayer is that as we, as women are on this journey, that we will embrace really that we are God's masterpiece. Yes, we, are. we really are God's masterpiece. Yes, are. So I'm excited, honey. I you got me excited. I'm be said all week. I am God's masterpiece. Yes, you Did you declare know? It, yes. Declare and declare it. And it is so. It so yes thank you all so much for tuning in that is all that we have i pray that you were blessed meet us back here yes. again we will be back here on the third friday of this month and we will be finishing up our conversation on being god's masterpiece so you do not don't want miss to it. miss it don't miss it don't miss it but thank you all so much for tuning in we love you one more thing I do have, I want to uh, promote this. If you are interested in uh, having advertisement done uh, via the podcast, 
uh, you can visit my website at imvivj.com and you can sign up for advertisement. Or you can contact Kenya Nalls at 773-939-0680. It got your number on here, ooh, so that's the only reason out I that business. <laughs> I'm sorry. So yes, you definitely, if you are interested good, in, uh, in uh, advertising via the podcast, mm. we want you to definitely hit us up so we can put good. you on so that people can know about you um, and definitely keep in touch with us and subscribe, subscribe, subscribe if good. you have not already yes. uh, on my website. Thank you again and I will see you next time.